0: Welcome to RCS. I'm Dan. I'm Nick. We're recording live at Drivers Club. Yeah, it's lovely. We survived with all of our fingers after the Fourth of July, which oh, is yeah.
1: good. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, that, that happened.
0: you know what the date is, Dan? No, I do not. <laughs> let's talk, let's talk about our sponsors first. Yeah, you want to see that uh, whole yeah, our, stories? We're, we're, <laughs> we're brought to you by Avance Drivers Club,
1: Carter Subaru, Haggerty. Grios, the official car care product of Rain City Supercars, Rainier Beer, America's Automotive Trust, and Salvo Design.
0: Yeah, don't forget to use RCs ten for ten percent off at Grios Garage, especially that bug barricade. It is uh, driving season, and I, I have going through it with by the gallon. <laughs> it's great. It's yeah. You
1: know, I'm, I'm actually gonna. I was gonna use some this weekend. I'm gonna drive over to Spokane to go to Silverwood just because I want to go to a theme park. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, um, if anybody saw my Facebook page, my lovely girlfriend got. Uh, creamed in her in her little Subaru, and then the guy drove off so we're still looking for him but uh so it looks like I'll be going in a rental car. <laughs> so um <laughs> so, uh, but yeah it uh I can still put it on that I guess, right? <laughs> yeah. Easier to use. Keep it, yeah. yeah. So I don't have to wash that. But yeah. So
0: <laughs> Well you can just rental car the best thing to run through an automatic car wash. <laughs> oh absolutely. Oh yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. It's been at least finally cooled down. It was like a nice weekend and yeah. Yeah. I spent
0: so much time outside. It's been great.
1: Yeah, I heard you bought the house from Arachnophobia. Nice job. I did. Thanks, nice There yeah. you go, Dan. I have.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it has been a very eventful uh, week yeah. for me. <laughs> still alive. It's good. Uh, my lungs are still functioning. Thank God for respirators. <laughs> I become a uh, a uh, internet Reddit expert in pest control, uh, wells, uh, fire control, uh, low voltage electrical. Did I mention I bought a farm? <laughs>
1: Yeah, it sounds like there's a couple of things that they failed to mention in the uh, report, huh?
0: As usual. <laughs> I mean, it's all... The barn is run by a small, cr- you know, cult of rats. Uh, I keep thinking of the rats of Nim. None of them have talked to me yet, but uh, here's the hoping, <laughs> right? It's
1: going to get a West Coast, or not a West Coast, but you know, West, what is it? Well, what we West Side call? Story? West Side Story, yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> With rats. Fighting
0: the rats, or a nutcracker situation, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I like pet rats. I've had a pet rat a long time ago. They're cute. They're mm-hmm. smart. Yeah, unfortunately, the one the wild ones are also smart and mm. not as cute, ah. and uh, they, a little more vicious. Yeah, and extremely hard to kill. Um, so I'm, I'm like, do I breed cats? I mean, <laughs> keeping Australian frogs is probably a bad, bad idea to add more to the ecosystem. But I'm at this—I'm at that point.
1: Aren't you going to humanely trap them and take them to a rat farm far away? Yes, I okay, will put them
0: in a comfortable cage and <laughs> drop them off somewhere in the mountains so they, where can, they swi- can thrive. They can swim in a bag, right? <laughs> I hate rats. Yeah. I hate rats so much mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. And termites. <laughs> and my poor bunny. <laughs> my poor bunny was attacked by a rat, I think. <laughs> I think that's the only positive thing that came. That you told me like you got a bunny. He's it a very came sweet bunny. Yeah. yeah. The nice. bunny came with the house. He's very cute. He's very friendly. I've never, I like, I've been around rabbits before, and they're kind of skittish as pets sometimes. Not at all. This thing, like, you walk in the room, he runs to the side of the cage, like, hi, love me. I'm like, "Oh, Come give me love. <laughs> I'm furry and like, fluffy. He likes to be held. He just falls oh. asleep in your arms. Like, it's, the, it's super cute.
1: Dan's replaced me with a bunny. Yeah. I did the same thing. I used to, like, run to the side of the cage, and Dan would hold me. And <laughs> so. You grew up, man. I had to I, let it, you go. Yeah, it's, you had it's, to be free. It's, it's, yeah, it's a hit. like a good parent. Yeah, I had like, you move out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, I think. Yeah. So, great. Super. Uh, yeah, it's been adventures in farming. Um, huh. One of the adventures in farming has led to my Carter Subaru tip of the week. I will probably have many from this because I am learning a lot about a lot doing this. Uh, dryer sheets in the cars has just been a big one for me, by the way. With all those pests running around, that's oh. a great way to keep animals in your car. We've talked about that in the previous episodes. That's not your tip of the week, but it's a good one for if you live out in the woods. But if you are like a lot of people and you travel to rural places, like I love to do, um, especially for national parks, um, if you're an RV guy, you may have already heard about this solution. But this solution came in handy for me at my house because even though I am, let's see, how far am I from Salish? Maybe a mile and a half? Yeah. Um, down the road, like and Snoqualmie, and we are, I'm like, probably 15 miles as the crow fly to the office. The fastest internet I can get at my house from any service provider <laughs> is CenturyLink DSL. Oh. 10 megabit DSL. Megabit, Ooh, not megabyte. F- fancy. So one megabyte down on a good day, if I'm lucky. Not even enough to operate like a single camera. I might be able to run some locks and a remote thermostat, maybe. That's about as good as it gets. Wow. Yeah, it's the worst internet you can buy and, uh FCC being the stupid, stupid, stupid government organization they are, considers that high-speed internet. Because apparently the FCC doesn't use the internet. Anyway. Well, no, they have good internet. I digress. They have good
1: internet. They don't need the bad stuff. Yeah. So
0: So. the solution to this was a a company called MoFi. Uh, They're based out of Canada, actually. And I was using hotspots, still using hotspots, actually, currently while I'm getting everything set up. And that did solve my solution. Because I get 5G at the house, um, thanks to our friends at T-Mobile and Verizon around here. We actually have pretty good tower coverage. But what a Mofi does is it basically aggregates those signals into one, and you can get actually really high-speed internet. Uh, And thinking Starlink was my only solution, I was a little worried because that's about a year out. This is designed for people in RVs and people who travel a lot, but it's also expanded greatly to rural areas. And on average, people are getting about 100 to 500 megabit down out of this thing if you have 5G, which is... Fast, internet. it's grabbing all these signals.
1: Do you have to have a, a subscription with one of the, the you providers? You do, okay. and
0: where this, you obviously, you could eat through your data cap really, really quick. Okay, In actually. fact, uh, I think Verizon's high speed, highest tier is thirty gigabyte on a hotspot. Um, I think uh, T-Mobile is sixty. AT and AT&T I think, can, is forty or fifty, but they charge a lot more for it, and their coverage isn't quite as good. So one of the things you can do if you work for a large tech company, like a lot of our listeners do, or you work in tech in general, a lot of them have contracts with these and partners with them. And sometimes they're discounts, but not as much anymore. But what they do offer because of COVID and going forward, and they did this before with T-Mobile, is they offer unlimited data if you are a tech company employee or you work for a large company, like even Costco, for example, if you're a Costco employee. So if you're a large-scale tech company employee, Call them up and ask about your discount. It may not be anything on your phone, but if you travel a lot and you want unlimited data, that's where these things really come in handy. So with T-Mobile, thank God, unlimited data at 5G full speed the whole time. (laughs) They'll regret that. Yes, they will. (laughs) As someone who used to honestly use one to two terabytes a month, and we do, of course, a lot of video conferencing uh, for work now. It's pretty normal. You can eat that data. Throw in some Netflix 4K content. Like, you're just cramming data down and you get pretty good up. but uh, check with your internet provi- or your cell provider if you were eligible for that i know a lot of our listeners are it's definitely worth asking they also have special subsidies for rural people who are working in rural areas as farmers you get uh, special data connections for that you have uh, special programs i'm so still trying to get a tower on my land
1: does your hotspot link to this is what you're saying or no
0: yeah i actually in this ki- in the mofi connection you pull the sim card out of uh your phone or your hotspot and you just put it in and it okay. actually works. It's basically a glorified hotspot on crack. Nice. <laughs> <So> glorified hotspot. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I know that it applies to a lot of our listeners. I hope it applies to you because it was a lifesaver for me. It was a total game changer for being able to work remote and things like that and actually live there at all. So, so. you have it up and running. Uh, or you got it yet? Not yet. It's coming. Okay. So it's coming yet. Yeah. All right. right. Nice. So Very cool. I will give you the full reports, but I've done a lot of research online. I've seen a lot of screenshots cause mm-hmm. I don't believe it until I see it kind of thing And it's it's does what it says. There you so go. So it's on the way. But my hotspots are working great too, and having unlimited data on those hotspots, game changer. Makes sense for the, the big RV community, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's a lot of them out there. So if yeah. you are a big RV person, look into one of these. Check them out. They've uh, got good reviews, and I'm really glad I found them because yeah. allowed me to live since I do internet for work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was your choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, if we actually have a guest this week. We probably heard his name a few times. His liver is still recovering. but uh, That's his we'll, fault. We'll put Yet, an end to that. And I, and I want to clear this up
1: right now. He's on this show to talk about some stuff, but we don't hate him. No. So many people have been like, why don't you like Brandon Bimpel? And I was like, we do. But, but, but what are you doing to him? The same thing I do to all my friends? Like, <laughs> encourage them to drink more? Yeah. And he set up the game. It's not Nobody's forcing him to drink every time we say
2: his name. So. How are you, buddy? I am so good. I, I also survived with all my fingers and toes. <laughs> However, not all my ribs, which we can talk about after yeah. uh, well, after a little bit. What'd you do? <laughs> well, he set so up a <laughs> motocross track in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Yes. Okay. Yesterday was 4th of July. Right. <laughs> <laughs> At Libations we were... Cons- we were listening to Rain City Supercars, so of course, course. we were drinking. Oh, yeah, well, it's our fault. <laughs> right, yeah. And uh, two of my buddies found out that we have... Uh, two fifty cc two stroke scooters that we bought during covid oh, um, that's right. <laughs> and so we set up a dirt bike track in the backyard and did scooter races. I won, but I definitely promptly shot past at the end and uh endowed <laughs> luckily i 've crashed enough that I sort of maneuvered off to the side and I hit on my shoulder, which drove my elbow straight into my ribs oh. and I am feeling it today <laughs> and then and then today my uh um chest protector showed up for the monkey enduro. So my <laughs> wife nice. was like, you could have used that yesterday, idiot. And I'm like, yeah. I, yeah. Thought, I, thought, I thought we were
1: going with the story that that lady from the Tour de France came to your yard. And tripped yeah, it. she held that's a sign her, out while phone. I was yeah. coming yeah. around, yeah. and
0: we all went down. And yeah, It's,
1: it's always something when you miss a turn on the course, <laughs> you set up. <laughs> that's right. Yes.
0: Yeah, so yeah. Benby hasn't seen that, that, that video of that lady. So a lady on the Tour de France was holding out a sign. For so like
1: it. some like an old guy, like a happy Father's Day or something. Yeah. yeah,
0: and she put it like in front of the riders. Yeah. So you have a, ma- and this is what, within the first. It was the first stage. Yeah. Like no, it, was, f- it was like 300 feet off the start.
1: Yeah, and like first stage of the, of the first day. Yeah, and she took out, like him and I were talking about it. Like there were broken carbon fiber bikes in half. And I mean, it yeah, was massive. It, it was
0: like five or six riders right off the bat all went yeah. down. And that took out half the pack. It was just like, what an idiot. but <laughs> anyway. They charged her. I am not like surprised. The, the French police have come after her. I forgot what it is, but it, yeah, so. negligence.
1: Yeah, so. But yeah. then again, I mean, we were talking about that. Like people crowd the road in the Tour
0: de France. The only place they get closer to the road is with WRC. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. Too bad that wasn't a rally event. Yeah. I would have I probably would have sorted itself out really quick. So <laughs> what was that? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Tree branch. <laughs> <laughs> One new mirror. That's all. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Uh yeah, I saw your uh, R eight outside. I did. I drove the r I love that thing. It looks
2: better every time I see it. Thank you. Yeah, it's coming together nicely. Uh, You're still doing more. Uh, is perpetually, he, have you it's seen his monkey? <laughs> What's going to Northwest Crafted will be the next. Oh, that's, that's the right. Next I stop. to hear about that? That should hopefully be the end of it. We'll see. Mm. I don't believe you. No, that's not true. Because yeah, I have I an going, AL priority laser, and I, I, that's right. I have a bunch of entertainment yeah. stuff going in as well. So, <laughs> yes, I don't know.
0: It, that I mean, sounds awesome. To me. <laughs> I
2: mean, is that the end? Like, yeah, yeah he's got he's got the most modified monkey one. in the, in the <laughs> world yeah yeah so. so you've been riding the monkey a lot then i have a bit not not as much as i probably should be because i have those two other new bikes so oh yeah well splitting it's splitting across time and yeah having a lot of a lot of fun riding i saw it out at uh well i didn't see it at exotics i couldn't go but i
0: i saw that you had it out at exotics
2: i did with the sarpins i yeah. did yeah i had it in the back of the sarpins and pulled up and they made a place where i could get it out and have it next to it and uh, people got to come and, and a lot of people have been asking. They're like, hey, are you doing the monkey enduro with right and rain State supercars? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh. And so they're all excited to see it. Or they were like, what is that? Like yeah. they were on both, <laughs> either side of the spectrum. They either already knew or they couldn't figure out what it was.
1: Right, I found out this weekend that there are people that ride monkeys that don't care. I ran into a guy out in Burien. I was like,
2: oh, my dude, you got a monkey.
1: Like, I have a monkey. And he's like, that's great. I was like, okay <laughs> you don't never mind
0: you can't buy a monkey and not have people get excited to well, ask you about
1: I it. i figured it out later that he was in he was in the punk band that was waiting to play at the the festival so he was he was he was in a dark mood so I was, but, but he pulled up at a monkey with a flaming like open face helmet i was like so like sarah and i were both like you're on a monkey and I was, he's like yeah
2: my publicist made me do it
1: <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> That's I have a, a dark
0: soul <laughs> I just got out of my mom's basement yeah <laughs> so nothing says death metal like Honda Monkey Honda, Honda Monkey, monkey. yes yeah, exactly <laughs> well, the drummer pulled up on a Harley but just so we're clear
1: <laughs> he followed
0: in a monkey so
1: yeah uh,
2: monkey's yeah. more fun anyway. yeah exactly <laughs> absolutely well what else you got going on uh me personally? Yeah. Yeah. Um well, well, a yeah. lot of work. Trying to just get stuff wrapped up so that I can take time off for the monkey enduro, which is coming up in a couple of weeks. So We're and a lot of sweating over that. the details. Definitely making lists and thinking through all the things that can go wrong. And every time I think I've thought of everything I realize three or four more things that can go this is a really bad idea. The more <laughs> the more I think about it, the worse this idea becomes. I'm not sure where this originated or how I got on the train, but I, it's uh, genuinely going to be a, 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 where, a... Where all bad ideas come from. <laughs> Daniel Putnam. Yes. <laughs> Remember, this is the guy, I think You're it's a good welcome. idea to buy a farm.
0: Good luck with that, Dan. Yeah. There,
2: there will be a lot of shenanigans for sure.
0: Yeah. We met uh, We met last week and we went through, it's kind of what we want to talk about is uh, how much planning is going into this. Uh, do you have that list handy, by the way? I do. So when we we sat down, we said, hey, we need to get together and go over our parts. And I wanted to kind of bring it into an episode because I don't think people understand how much work goes into planning something like this. And they're like, oh, I want to go. I want to go. Why didn't you set this up? I'm like, you guys have no idea. (laughs) There will be an opportunity
1: in the future. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. If if all of us make it through. Well, even if we don't, there will be opportunities in the future. Yeah. You know, I think the biggest thing that came up on that list before we get into it is talc. It's something <laughs> that I just did not even put. <laughs> Brandon goes across the table, like, you're bringing talc, right? And I was like, what? He's like, you know, like talc powder for... And I was like... And like this light bulb went. Oh yeah, that's a yeah. good idea. Like, oh, we're going to be on a hot bike riding in dusty climate. Yeah.
2: I've got you covered. Well, not uh, uncovered. Yes, I heard. <laughs> uh, so I got monkey anti monkey butt powder coming for uh, at least three big bottles of anti monkey butt powder.
1: What are you guys going to use?
2: <laughs> the, the dump and shake motion is the, the yeah. You I'm open just underwear. Say turn around and ride backwards. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Did you see those guys on the side of the trail dumping something in their pants? Yes. <laughs> Yes. Why is that guy fanning that guy? <laughs> Dude,
1: that's friendship, son. <laughs> what is it? Monkey butter burritos. Take your pick. Take your pick. <laughs> I will be clear. Make sure that you get talc and not the, uh, the Dr. <laughs> Scholl. The, the gold, gold bond. bond. <laughs> I made that mistake one time. Put gold bond in some areas, and I was like, huh, things are getting cool. Ooh, I got to go take a shower. <laughs> so, yeah. No. We, wait. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> I had to talk about it because it was like, it made me really feel stupid. I was like, how did I not think of that? Like yeah. we're going to be on these bikes Antifungal like, and talc yeah, are well, different things. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have the prescription for the antifungal. That's that's something my doctor gives me every month. We're good. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> for
0: obvious reasons. But Let's let's take our first break. This is a good time to take a break. And yeah. come back, we'll go through this planning session with you guys. Uh, I hope it helps some of you out. We'll be right back. We spend an average of eight hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens
1: laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect
0: is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty for people who love cars.
1: And we're back. So as Dan said before I got off on my talk, uh, conversation, we, we sat down to discuss like, you know, what should be going on the rally? I mean, you know, as far as replacement parts and, and other things. And, and the one, the nice thing about having Brandon Ben Powell on your rallies and having his search and rescue is the list that we've made of things that keep us alive, even, you know, things we didn't even know about, you know, as far as hydration and, and safety and things like that. But, uh. Just to sort of start off the list, obviously we, we, you know the first component you need is the bike, and obviously, as you know from seeing all of our photos and, and brandon 's bikes, and I think like I said brandon 's out at exotics we 've been modifying them for this I mean and modifying them because we have nothing better to do at times but uh, we've been you know we started with the bike the monkeys and, and we didn't we're not really doing. We're not. We're not upgrading the engines. We, we 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 did some exhaust and things like that. We upgraded the tires to make sure that we had dirt tires on it, and some of us have put higher handlebars, and mirrors and things like that, and different types of filters. But that starting with that, like I said, the filter. Like, we a lot of us took off the stock airbox, which filters out a lot of air and put on these aftermarket uh k and n filters and like brandon and i have the filters with the, the pre-filter and the after filter and we're going to be taking extra copy extra sets of those X because both, yes. even with your washing those out every night we're still going to be have a hard time getting the dust out yeah especially yeah. when it's right behind
2: the front wheel yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's not yeah, what yeah can it, go wrong? It, face mask for people as well like in the same way like that's, yeah. a, that's as we think through the list trying to get through the what do we individually need, but then what do we need to make sure we have in the group? So yeah. making sure it, – it gets really dusty up there this time of year.
0: Yes, uh, and hopefully not
2: smoky, but <laughs> – Hopefully not smoky. <laughs>
0: Don't yeah. say that. We always run
1: into fire. Don't uh, say that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Da-da-da-da, da-da-da. Did you see oh, – so um, – I inadvertently ran part of the Idaho Backcountry Discovery route. I realized that like two days ago as I was going through Backcountry Discovery photos, I found photos from that. I was like, I know that bus, that broke down bus I showed you yeah. guys. It was full of bullet holes. That's like a turn on the Idaho Backcountry Discovery route. Okay. And yeah, that was on fire. <laughs> when well, I was through there. Okay. You know it's hot when the bus is on fire. Oh, well, no, not the bus. That <laughs> oh, route, though. The, <laughs> ra- the Idaho Backcountry <laughs> Discovery route, part of that route was already on fire this Wherever
1: year. Wherever Dan so. goes, <laughs> things start to catch on fire. He's going to be at the back His of the... His shop l- tried to catch back. on fire when he bought it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's
0: everything catches on fire. It's his personality. Fire signatures, 25 bucks at Costco, cheapest around. Right? Just so you know, five yeah. pounds. So I have a lot of those now. <laughs> Good, Dan. So let's start, <laughs> let's start at the top of your list and kind of work it
1: down. We yeah. don't need to give away all the, all the secrets. No. <laughs> You're saying sorry? Yeah. I'm the squirrels. one. the yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, not the good squirrels. No. Yeah, <laughs> so we, we split it into two parts. We have the, again, stuff that we think every single person should have for their setup so that you are able to take care of your rig. Because this is stuff that's probably going to happen at a, a frequency high enough that, you know, more than one of us is going to face an issue. Right. And then we have the sort of the group stuff. stuff. We probably only need to make sure you, we have at least one of them in the group. On the on the individual side, we talked about air filters and pre-filters, tires. Uh, having them, making sure that we've got you know extra tire repair kits and at, at least a set of tire irons, the ability to deal. We know we're going to deal with some issues there. Luckily, like you said, some 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 of us have already upgraded. Yeah, we'll take those stock tires along with us, so at least we have some extra tires to throw on. They're not the best in the in the case something goes wrong, but they will get us get us off the trail if we right. bust a side. If we or can't
1: something. get over an obstacle, we'll literally just pick up our bike and
2: carry it <laughs> That's over. True. So. A, yes, I, I think we'll do a lot better than some of the big ADV bikes. I've been yeah. watching a lot of videos and
0: yeah. I, I'm just going to throw that in again. Cool. This is actually not as hard on a smaller bike. Uh, it, a lot of the problem of doing the Wabder, any back under discovery route, even off-roading, is that you have to carry so much with you. And we do have chase vehicles. So thank God for that, that we actually have people supporting us. And I don't have to carry 100 pounds of gear on a bike that barely can support my weight. Because yeah. after,
2: after suspension upgrade, right? Because
0: yeah, because I mean, when you have a really tiny bike, weight is everything. So you know, it's like poop first in the morning. Make it go faster. <laughs> well, I'm just that we were laughing. That was n- hold on, I need yeah, to yeah, add put that, put that it to it the list. You yeah, yeah. will poop before we leave. Well, everybody
1: was asking me about like, what happens if you fall over? And and Brian was talking about this and the fact that people that are used to riding big bikes are like, I'm up on the trail and I hit a rock and I fall over. It's going to hurt. On a monkey, you literally put your foot down and like you, you know, you can stand up and you're
2: off the bike and it's you're only the, falling eighteen inches. The
1: worst thing that can
0: happen is if the exhaust <laughs> fell on your leg. That's about it. Yeah. So. The catch is we just have to go slow and steady. You cannot go fast on a bike this small on a route like that. You have to like hold that like you're hoping for 5 to 20. Yeah. And there's road sections, of course, that will cruise along. But that's, that's one of the, the hardest parts of this is you can't get to hurry on a small bike because bumps hurt a lot more. I was told you just have to ride the front wheel and let the rear go where it wants to go. On your KLR. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, <laughs> so we will take extra oil and filters. Yep. Uh, I'm, all one more that <laughs> <laughs> I'm planning to do an oil change right before we go, and I'm, I may or may not try to do one on the trail, but I will have all the stuff to do it just in case, Yeah, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, extra spark plug, uh, plug trowels, plug we've got to make sure you have what, at least one of those. Uh, making sure we've got toilet paper and a trowel, we talked about pooping before we go, but mm-hmm. we've got to be able to take care of that out on the trail. Yep. Um, For me, when I'm off-roading, whether I'm search and rescue rigs or whatever, wet wipes. It's amazing when you start getting hot, dusty. Midday, you stop for lunch, getting some wet wipes out and getting just to clean up a little bit. Game changer. Extra socks, too. (laughs) Like Those things make a huge difference just in terms of your mental state of mind. And we're trying to do two sections a day. And people who do this a lot, they're like, you guys are insane, which... We are, we are. Um, <laughs> so having some of those just comfort things can really make a big difference. Um, we're all going to be wearing Cena communicators, so we'll mm-hmm. be able to talk bike to bike. So that's going to be great, just to be able to um, make fun of Nick um, as we're driving along. We can share music too. So hope you guys like caught my Joe because it's going repeat the whole
0: time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Dan? Everybody in the group Mute. loves country
2: music, so we're just everybody gonna, does everyone. not love country music. Uh, yeah. Headlamp. Uh, definitely as we get later yep. into the night, not only making sure you have good lighting on the bike, but just when you, as you're looking around, making sure you've got the ability to see where you're looking. Is yours
1: uh, incorporated into your helmet?
2: No, no. I've got a stick-on one. I'm going to stick on one. It's my helmet. All right, and then yeah. I've got one with a headband that, at night if you're trying to change a tire or do any kind yeah. of maintenance or anything. Having a headlamp so you can free that hand up. Luckily, we'll have enough people that we'll be able to yeah. get stuff on. But make sure you have a flashlight or headlamp. Um, lots of water. I could have sworn. I heard it too. I, it too. I, I thought it too. you I said was something like, besides uh, flashlight. I was, I was like, like, I don't
0: think I need one of those. I was, <laughs> I was like, are we going to
2: be that lonely?
0: <laughs> three or four days. I don't yeah. know. I don't know <laughs> what to like, I mean, it doesn't seem as essential, but okay.
1: I have to go
2: pick one of those up. <laughs> uh, to uh, moving in on. In my closet. Uh, no. <laughs> sunscreen, Sunscreen and bug repellent. Yep. Um, yeah. There's some areas up there that get pretty gnarly. Yeah. And, yeah. Think of that good, good change of clothing. I think you guys were talking about this. Uh, maybe an episode. Maybe it was on an episode, or maybe it was just at an event we were at. But you were, Nick, you were saying you know he was planning to pack, pack pretty little. to pack pretty light. Um, but then, you know, as we think about where, start, where we're starting, how high we're going, and back down, like we're going to face a lot of different temperatures. Yep. So making sure you got the ability to do some layering on and off and those kinds of things.
1: Well, and like Dan said, this is one of the benefits of having the chase trucks is we don't have to carry all this stuff we on don't. us. No, yeah. but at least we have it yeah. in yeah. our So meds. we can yeah. kind of overpack with the clothes, which is interesting because in my mind I was like, I'm going to put on a pair of shorts and a jersey and I'm going to ride five days and then I'm going <laughs> to go home and peel them off.
2: <laughs> yeah. P- pry them off. Yeah. Actually, this is a good chance for a public service announcement just around cotton Uh, when you're doing these kinds of rides avoid cotton people don't always you know it does a good job of heat dissipating but cotton when it gets wet it loses all of its insulating value Uh, so it definitely can become a liability in terms of being off-road wear polyester wear wool wear any of those things that no matter even if it gets wet whether it's sweat soaked or you know we could get hit by a rainstorm You know, making sure that you're able to keep that insulating value up.
0: Yeah, and with adventure riding, you often will start low and go high. And so you're low and you're hot and you're sweaty, then you get high and it's dropped 30 degrees and you're freezing and you can get hypothermic on those rides, uh, no matter how hard you're working. So it's a, I've seen riders get taken out of races for that where they are literally freezing and all because from sweat. So, yeah.
2: And that's it. No, I- <laughs> it, it, It's a good reminder for pride, too. And, you know, it, yeah. we're a bunch of dudes going, so there's always that. We don't want to be the one to s- have the whole group stop so that we can put on a layer or take off a layer. But <laughs> Damn that- it, Nick. I can hear your, your teeth chattering in the radio. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, we will definitely be watching out for each other and making yeah. sure we all get out there safely, have a great time, and come back and live to tell the tale. Yeah. So that's kind of the bulk of the most important personal items. Then there's a bunch of other group related stuff. Well, a personal item that
1: I didn't have that you guys brought up to me and that I now have ordered is the, is the pack. We, oh, yeah, yeah. It's my personal pack that I will be carrying, which will, have, which will have hydration, yep. a small toolkit, and some, and some things like that. I mean, like I said, most of the stuff's going to be back in the truck, which is going to be able to follow us. But things that, you know, you know, some, uh, something to
2: eat and maybe an extra sweatshirt just in case so that we don't have to all, like you said, yep. wait. So there's, bars, a, there's a couple like of that. places where the trucks might have to use a bypass. Yeah. And so if that's the case, we want to make sure that, you know, we talked a little bit about this, that we've got at least the core things on us. So if we do have a breakdown during that period, which would be our luck, yeah. um, something catches on fire while well, <laughs> the yeah. trucks are away from us, yep. we still got to have a small fire extinguisher because we still got to have a few pers- provisions to be able to do yeah. when needs to get done. Fire stick. About those, the other day. yep, went, that's what I use in the R8. Those are awesome, yeah, yeah. right, um, don't next. catch fire, you'll be fine on the group gear side. We talked a little bit about airing up, so again, especially in some of the areas we're going to go through where we get into those big rocky sections, letting yeah. a little more air out oh, will a huge difference, make yeah. a big difference in ride comfort. So, yeah. uh, have the ability to bring our air back up. Uh, obviously, tools we talked about that, fire extinguisher, we just mentioned that, first aid.
1: Yeah and we have and on that line we have all the specialty tools like i mean like the yes. the, the, the infamous honda you know uh, uh bolt remover and 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 pulleys as far as if we need to do yeah. clutches, Oh, for clutches like, yeah yeah things yeah. like yeah. that yeah the flywheel holder yeah yeah lots of loctite lots, lots of
2: loctite, of loctite. <laughs> yes yeah I'm rechecking a bunch of my bolts because I had some, even just in the course of running around oh, and yeah. testing stuff, I've had some bolts fall I lost out. an air filter cover bolt. I lost a
0: lower shock bolt. And I torqued everything. I just, I got to lock tight all of them. And so. I have all the torque specs, by the way. Oh, good. I've got that. that the <laughs> I found the <laughs> owner's
1: manual for the services. So, yeah. Ah. yeah. I have the repair guide. Yeah, about the aftermarket I, one. I found it online. Oh, I see what you mean. Fair <laughs> Digitally. enough. Digitally, yes. Yeah. In
2: the Pinsgower community, I make that available to be found <laughs> yes. for those that ask. Very nice, because uh, it's hard to find him in English. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway. yeah. Uh, first aid, so definitely, well, yeah. between truck first aid and on-person first aid, making sure we can take care of Bandages. plug holes and mobile iceland. Yeah, you don't need it, and that's the misnomer. A lot of people go out and buy really complicated first aid kits, yeah. and you don't need a lot of stuff. No. Nope. And the longer you do first aid, the less you tend to carry. Uh, yeah. I like maxi pads and tampons. Yeah, because it yeah, it's Absolutely. so absorbent. Yeah. yeah. Um. So those and some gauze, and that's on the wound care. Yeah, you, care, that's yeah, you the put bulk that and then gauze it on, and that'll, that's, those are awesome. Yeah. yeah um so thank you ladies um jump pack definitely having a jump pack in the midst yep um so we can uh, get I don't, like you said they're so easy to jump start like yeah well <laughs> you, can, you can just bump start a monkey <laughs> just turn it around and go
0: downhill <laughs> but, um it.
2: one of the things we're i'm going to jump up back
0: to that a little bit because one of the things that i've done and a lot of us have done have hardwired our bikes for cell phones and for gopros and yes. for charging and things like that well it's a little tiny bike with a little tiny stator, so you it's, can drain it pretty quick. And so, like, I actually will keep the phone charger off until it hits, like, 50%, and I'll just run it for, like, an hour and turn it off again. But if you leave it on, you'll drain the battery in, like, 30
2: minutes. <laughs> okay. I, I put a little switch right under the seat yeah. so I can just reach down and flip it off yeah. uh, just yeah, for exactly the same reason.
0: Yeah, I'm going to try and GoPro hyperlapse the entire thing. So I got 128-gig endurance card, and that doesn't seem like a lot for that much footage, but I'm not videoing the whole thing. I'm hyperlapsing the whole thing. So I can get... Oh, I think it averages like a gigabyte for an hour in 4K. Not even that, maybe. So 128 gigs. I mean, that's a, that's a long time.
2: We yeah. w- we will have uh, the ability to suck. Yeah, it'll we'll be full of off. Yeah. yeah, so
1: he'll have the ability to suck it off, Dan. Don't worry uh, <laughs> with his flashlight. Uh, <laughs> Just so we're clear, it's a fancy um, flashlight. We do, and and it's something that a lot of us have on our bikes, and so I think I can kind of embrace is is endorse it as the quad lock. Oh yeah, new, yeah. New, I mean. And if you buy one of these for your car or for your bike, um, make sure, Dan learned this the hard way, make sure you get the vibrator, or the vibrating... uh. (laughs) The anti-vibration mount? (laughs) Nope. I said what I said. I meant it. No. The anti-vibration mount. Yes.
0: Yeah. And actually, speaking, since I've said that tip, I actually talked to Quadlock a little more about this. And it's not just phones with um, digital image stabilization for video. It's their... um, Uh, focusing while recording. So if you have a phone that uh, has a telephoto lens that physically moves, which a lot of phones do, that is where you're going to... Yeah, Samsung's, anything from Apple, anything with a good camera is going to have an optical zoom. An actual optical zoom moves. A digital zoom doesn't. So if you have a phone with any kind of optical zoom, it's extremely sensitive to like heavy vibration. Because you killed an iPhone. Doing I killed it, an the iPhone first time, doing yeah. it, yeah. And yeah. luckily Apple warranted it. But this is a really common problem and these mounts exist for a reason and it makes a huge difference to have a rubber mount.
1: And they have the rubber mount and then they have the charging station that goes on top. It. It's yeah. a really nice package and you can go between your car and your bike and things like yeah, that. Yeah, just one so. click, so yeah. yeah.
2: We're going pretty late in the season, but we're still going to carry like the big boy saw, and we'll have one chainsaw in the yep, mix. Yeah. So if we run into some stuff, because there's always the chance the big branches come down. Yeah, I mean the trail's stuff. only
0: been fully open for probably three weeks now. Yeah. It's I mean they're just pa- there's people are still passing through snow. It's there, but I mean by the time we hit it, it won't be or it'll be well traveled enough where so it'll just be a little bit wet, maybe. But but yeah, it's there's, there's still there's been some updates on the Facebook pages, people trimming the
1: trail and things like that. Yeah, so people yes. are
2: really good about keep maintaining that route, so yeah. that's good. One of the things that we'll have is this rescue tape. I don't know if okay. you guys have yeah, seen this before. Yeah, it, it's self-healing and self-sealing, so it wraps around and adheres to itself. It's good to like eight hundred and fifty, no, 950 PSI yep. and 500 degrees. So you can wrap a lot of heavy, hot stuff, and it will seal that hole if you tear a line. It's like industrial I'm not
1: falling for this again. I'm going to talk if I want to talk, okay? You're not going to get any (laughs) of that tape around. He's sleeping. Get the tape. (laughs) Put it on his butt. (laughs) No!
2: I won't be able to weight loss. (laughs) Uh, And JB Weld. Oh yeah! Uh, again, if you get if we get a puncture in something, having the ability yeah, I to have something. a they have it in the tube, the putty. That's what I have. That's
0: what that's the stuff. Like I've actually it's repaired it. Nice Self contained. Yeah, I've actually repaired a clutch cover on the trail before doing that, and it. The funny part is, is like when I got back, I took off the clutch cover and I made sure it was still good. I never changed that clutch cover the entire life of that bike. It actually just it never
2: failed, so I was like. Whatever. I've carried it um, in my yeah. Jeeps and ATVs for years. I've never had to use it. So I feel oh, like man. at this point it's sort of an omen. Like as long as the minute I leave it at home, I am going to damage something bad. Well, or it's r-
0: been in your
1: car so long it's <laughs> gone. And you, No,
0: and no, you no I replace it. I cycle oh, okay, it every yeah. three years. Yeah, sure. So a few of us have skid plates. The monkey, um, unfortunately, the exhaust, factory exhaust runs under the bottom of the bike. And I'm planning on replacing mine, so I'm just going to let mine get destroyed. And that's what's going to happen. But um, what people don't think about often on motorcycles off-road is when you drop into a crevice, you can hit the side of the covers, the, the ignition cover and the clutch cover, and they, if you don't have a skid plate, and they will easily puncture. They're not very, They're strong. Not very strong. They're yeah. made for light, to be lightweight, especially on a monkey that's not made for off-road. Did yes. you upgrade your, all the... Like, there's two sensors
1: that go into the side of the cylinder. Did you get new upgrades to cover those, as far as... I have...
2: I uh, don't remember.
1: Because okay. I know they were, they, I, they were hard to find, but there was a couple of them that were billet that were protecting the... It's like the heat sensor, and there's one other in, in yeah, the I've cylinder. Seen them. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to chance. I, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We'll see.
2: <laughs> uh, extra water and extra fuel, so we'll have some big mm-hmm. jugs. So we'll every night when we're at the.
1: And just so we're clear, these bikes carry a gallon of fuel for like, well, <laughs> I mean, probably gallons. About, yeah, I think. probably two hundred miles. We'll I have
2: say. a, I think it's a one
0: point five liter that fits under the seat. Yeah. So in the non ABS models, it fits under there. So I'm going to actually carry fuel, a little bit of fuel on me, just in case people need it. We we'll have the trucks with us, and we will have to. Because of the way the sections are spaced out, I don't think we will actually have to refuel, but there is a chance, and. You know, five-gallon <laughs> covers us all. So I yes. actually got an interesting
1: little gadget that we're going to be bringing with us that I forgot I ordered from Amazon, and it's this – it's a plate, and it has two rollers in it, and you put your back wheel on it, and then you can – the bike can sit on its stand, and you can still rotate the wheel
2: while it's on the ground. Oh. Yeah.
1: Interesting. I ordered for, like, it.
2: cleaning the chain and stuff? Cleaning the chain.
1: If you ha- I, mean, it, I mean, if you had – basically, so that somebody doesn't have to hold the back end up, or you don't have to put it on a stand. It's literally oh. this little this little stand, and it's got two rollers on it, and then, yeah. It was built for doing the chain, but – Kind of a neat little. I forgot I ordered it and it showed up, and I was like, "Cool!" When it showed up, I was like, late, late "What night the Amazon heck heck is this?" Session. Yeah, it's just a rear stand. No, it's literally a little plate that sits on the ground, and it has two rollers in it, and you put your back wheel on it, and then the oh, wheel can well, I see spin. What you're saying yeah. now, yeah, yeah, So you said yeah. somebody balance it for you, and you're good to go. Yeah, yeah. cool. No, it, even if it's on the st- if it's on its on the side stand, the
2: wheel will still turn. That's really cool. Yeah, I'm gonna order one of those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great so, way to clean the chain. Yeah, yeah. two monkeys to do. Yeah, uh, tarp. Uh, it's oh, amazing yeah. when you're out in the middle of whether it 's really dirty and you drop something and you 're trying to look for it in the dirt uh getting a bright colored tarp that you can clearly see whatever 's fallen off and onto the ground, yeah. also just having a dry place to lean kneel, get under if we hit some um, yeah. you know it's not a real likely scenario, but you know the elevations are at right, it 's still a chance oh knowing
1: us we 'll be caught in a thunderstorm <laughs> on the top of a mountain, yeah <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> Uh, we talked about tire great. change kit, making yep. sure. Luckily, Brian uh, Eilich, who's coming, is becoming quite the Somehow master Brian, he, he tire, changer. tire changer. Like, yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. So i got to go up and see him still. I've still yeah. got my tires put on, yeah. So we're, they look we're, like Wolverine the claws. These duty. things he's got—they're pretty cool. Huh. That's yeah. one of the things I really think we do need to figure out—is nicknames. Like we need, like people need a specific role for this. I think that's going to go d- dark fast. <laughs> I hope so. Congratulations! Your new name is
1: Fleshlight. <laughs> <laughs> I, why is it I always leap headfirst into it with you two? <laughs> Don't worry, mine will be vibrator. Wow! <laughs> Riding down the trail with our leather jackets. So
2: yeah. Jeez. <laughs> uh, and then we started making the list of spare parts. Uh, so, yeah, we talked about shock nuts and washers, making sure yeah. that those things that tend to vibrate loose that we have. Yeah, because you it.
1: lost one just while riding
2: around Idaho. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, spare foot pegs, put yep. foot peg got pins. Those. Uh, some re- rear set bolts, handlebar clamp bolts, axle nuts, a couple extra master links, making sure that mm-hmm. we can deal with yeah. chain issues out on the trail. Levers. Yep. Levers. Did you upgrade uh, your chain? I did. Yeah, and you and did. I'm bringing too, my uh, stock. I'm bringing yeah. my stock, yeah. yeah. So. Do we have a chain break? yeah I, do. Okay, I' have all the yeah. tools
1: because remember i didn 't have a chain brake when I put my chain on, and I had to literally drop my rear <laughs> all the whole way off the bike to put the chain on the I got it on with a pair of sockets and
2: things like that yeah, yeah. we 're going to bring a couple extra clutch kits yeah um there's a good possibility and clutch springs too i guess that 's part of the kit, yeah yeah um yeah, we said spare levers, air filters those are kind of the big things um we 'll have some extra radar uh, radios, so again, if we get separated from the trucks so or we need to break up for a bit. Yeah. In case um, we then, pull away from the trucks. <laughs> and, then, and then some of the fun stuff, we're bringing GoPros and batteries and stuff like yep. that, just so we can capture all the shenanigans and share and, it with all and, of you.
1: And GPSs. We're going to be taking a, a couple of uh, the Garmin 700s. and Yeah, like let's
0: that talk that. about that actually, because we're working with some friends to do some mapping on this. So, one of the things you'll learn about the Wabder or any of the backend discovery routes is while they look readily available on things like Google Maps or whatever you want to use. They're not, and they will take you in the very wrong direction because you'll lose service, and it'll think you're somewhere in another state. I've had that happen. Uh,
1: (laughs) State of confusion. Yeah, Yeah. and
0: then you'll get to what you think will be an obvious route, but there are no marking signs on the web. That's right. And they're not allowed to impose signs there. So you have to know the the Forest Service road names, which, I mean (laughs) – you're driving in the backcountry. Those aren't necessarily marked either. Yeah, they're <laughs> marked with bullet holes sometimes. Yeah. And so you yeah. can't really read them, which is unfortunate. And uh, Some
2: GPSs label them different. like They will yeah. use different naming conventions, and so you'll read it one way. You'll look at what actually shows up on your GPS, and it might confuse you because it actually looks very different.
0: Right, and so we've downloaded the tracks, which are readily available on backcountry discovery routes. Um, RideBDR.com. Yeah, RideBDR.com. And actually,
1: Brandon posted a video in a vaunt Off-Road, right? Yeah. Showing it, how yeah. we did it. Yeah, yeah. he and did it, I
0: should say. So yeah. we're preloading this route onto all of our phones and our GPS devices, and we're going to use Onyx Off-Road exclusively for
2: this. Yes. Can so, uh, you talk more about that? Yeah. Um, well, so I've discovered Onyx in the last few years. They were a con- company that um, built mapping for hunters for a long time. So yeah. they forged a lot of relationships with companies who provide great mapping, and they build a lot of these, especially uh, trails that tend to change. And so they recognized the value of community really early on because you might not be taking standard trails to get to some of these you know good spots yeah and so the community being able to have a way to feed information in real time and keep that always updated meant when a trail went down or got overrun or washed out or something and a viable you know route got set up you know they, they built a mechanism to suck all that in and uh, build those maps off of that and kind of mesh that together so you get the good yeah. published public map, and then all the user data, kind of like ways, And yeah. it mashes that all together into something really usable. So they've, in the last few years, started moving into the off-road space and bringing a lot of what they've learned in that space to off-road. And what I like most about it is it's simple. I've used a lot of the different tools that are out there. I use a lot of different tools during search and rescue. And uh, there's a lot of complexity, and that complexity gives a lot of power. Yeah. But it's also a lot of fiddling and tweaking and... Adding layers and subtracting layers and to, just to try to get it to work. And what I love about Onyx is it's just super simple, it's very easy. And, and when you're, especially if you're riding a bike, um, but even when you're off-roading in a, in a vehicle, lots of distractions, not great. So having something simple, easy to use, intuitive, that kind of gets you focused is, uh, is kind of the right kind of tool.
0: Yeah, and there's, like I said, uh, up off of any at River Road is where there's a cross-section of section three, I think it is, yeah, section three of the Webder. I think it is. Anyway, between Eniat um, and, let's see, it starts in Kashmir, goes to Eniat, and then ends in Chelan. Mm-hmm. And that's a really, really popular section, obviously because people love to go to Chelan, and it's not that far away. It's the general populace right off, uh, right off of Highway 2, and then there's another one from 2 to 97. There's another section there. But there's a ton of side roads up there. Because those roads are so popular, it's actually really easy to get lost, way more than people think. It's not straightforward, even though you're like, you look at it on the map, you're like, That seems obvious. You'll get up there. You'll come to literally five away intersections off road. And they all look like big forest service roads. And you're like, uh, (laughs) so having a really, it's really important to practice, not, not just know the the app, but you got to practice ahead of time. If you're going to do something like this, use it like driving down the road, go to like, Tinkham Road, right off of 90, there, where it's, you know, you obviously aren't going to get lost because you can see the highway the whole time if you're driving down the side road. But just being able to understand how it works, super, super important.
2: Yeah, and it supports offline, which is nice. We have pretty good service up there, but pulling that data down ahead of time, pulling that map down ahead of time and knowing that we're going to have access to it no matter what. Yeah. And we have backups. I mean, that's what, you know, so we'll put it on all devices, having that redundancy. Yeah, section
0: six is actually uh, the most direct route, which is the one I, I said, well, you really can't get that lost on section six. That's the one that ends in Canada. And there's, but there's no service up there. Like at all, like you're just in the middle of nowhere. Even well, that, on the highway, there's no service. There. That's also why we're, we're doing the backups with the
1: Montanas and do, and yeah. the, uh, What's the, What's the service from the Garmin called? It's InReach? Track. In, in reach. In reach. We'll be, yes. they have,
2: they'll all be in reach. Yeah, so in case we get attacked by a grizzly or we pack can of wolves. send a text message. <laughs> uh, and I will bring, I will be bringing my paper butler map and my compass, yeah. so that if everything fails and goes sideways, I personally just like to be able to look at a map with a compass and know where I am and then compare that with the data I'm getting from devices just because I'm paranoid.
0: I love the Butler map, actually. The paper one, I tell everybody to get it. They have them for sale in most motorcycle dealerships. Anybody who sells motorcycles around here is familiar with Butler maps. They were... I remember when they first came out and they were literally a dude printing them at home on like fancy paper. He got, that was water resistant because there was nothing out there Uh, that just shows I'm old, but it was, they were invaluable. There's something about spreading them out, map out on your hood, like a true paper map. Well, and now they're, now they're awesome. I mean, those Butler maps, they're, they're basically waterproof, for one, which is an extremely important thing in adventure <laughs> mapping. But also, they have great details of, like, here's the easy section, here's the hard section, here's a bypass you should take, here's not. And they actually update them every year and tell you why you should take certain sections. There's a lot of washouts that happen, a lot
2: of landslides, unfortunately. And so these maps are great to have around. Well, and Butler partnered with Turatech early yeah. on yeah. as part of building the BDR and have invested and stayed invested. And so I just like that community. It's one of the things I love about Avance. It's one thing I love about RCS is just the sense of community. And
0: Turrotech is local. I want to point Touratech that out. Tur- local, they're yeah. not just some Seattle. company.
2: Yeah, they're right downtown in Soto. Great place to go visit if you have the chance. Awesome gear. New office. They just yeah. recently moved into an office, and they're inviting people, give them a call, and come down and check out the office. I'd love to have you come and by. And if you're
1: going into downtown Seattle, take a map. It's like going off road.
2: <laughs> <So>. Yeah. <laughs> Anymore. <laughs> Anymore, yeah. Yeah,
1: and a
0: flak vest. Yeah, exactly. yeah I, actually, I actually need to reach out to them, because w- obviously to talk to them about this, but I want to get them on the show, because they're just really cool yeah. guys to know. So. yeah. Uh, What else? I think that's pretty much it for what we covered for the route itself. Um, I know people think we're crazy for doing this. They're right. Uh, But like I said, I've I've done this route or most of this route before, even recently in sections and on a smaller bike, it's not nearly as hard as it is on a big bike because we're not carrying all that extra gear. And we've stressed this a million times, everybody going we're going to take it easy.
1: Also, we're not camping. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> no, no, no. We're, we're hoteling this. Like, we are going I, from I, town I, to town. Yeah. yeah. And so,
0: yeah. yeah, it is difficult. I think it will actually be harder in the trucks in some places, honestly, because yeah. they have to go really slow around obstacles for us. It's like, you know, oh, there's a
2: six-inch gap. Eek, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Both of them, the, the, both of the truck drivers who are following us have done the BDR multiple times, yeah. all sections. So we have oh, a good yeah. trained cr- crew behind us. So, yeah. It's actually a, it's a pretty easy drive, even
0: in like a Subaru for the most part. If you have a lifted, not a stock one, don't yeah. please do not take your stock Crosstrek out there. or Your Outback, no. If you have lift, if it's well, lifted and skid plates, you'll be okay. Especially that section around outside of Leavenworth.
1: I mean, some of those potholes will swallow a Subaru.
0: Yes, so yes. We sir. took the Raptors up there, and it was still a jarring experience. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, I think I've <laughs> got a new squeak in mind. Thanks, oh, Idaho. No. <laughs> oh no, it's the it's the driver's side door. <laughs> it's probably a rat. <laughs> <laughs> It could be. Well, we're going to go disinfect my truck. We'll be right back. Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a 6-6 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. And we're back. Um, we were just talking about the next event coming up. I'm going straight into events because I'm going to bring this into bring this around. Understood. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> the next event is coming up is the Avance Off Road event on the 17th. So every third Saturday of the month is the goal. We are at the Dirtfish, um, the back course for that is just there for our event so far, which is awesome. Um, the guys went through, Brandon and his crew went through, and redesigned the course, updated it. It's more difficult, uh, different kinds of challenges. It's awesome. Anyway, um, we'll be there the 17th, and you will be able to see the monkeys. You'll see Brandon's pin scour um, and his monkey, which is you guys have really nice monkeys. Way too nice for this, for the I, record. I, 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 I'm starting to realize that.
1: Like as I sit, as I look at the monkey and I do the, all the Loctite stuff, I'm like, this may have I may have gone too far on this. Like this, this I kind of built like a never cafe felt racer. That way, I no, have no, never you never looked built that up front. Yeah, but you built you built kind of a more off road. I kind of built a cafe racer accidentally <laughs> <laughs> so. it looks so good yeah it, no, it looks great yeah so your bike is
0: beautiful I, I appreciate that yeah i'm just jealous i'm probably gonna clone it so they are well, like you yeah, copy Nick. i'm like damn right i did he has good taste you should do the, <laughs> you should make yours red and then uh, yeah it won't be cloned but yeah yeah i'm actually i'm gonna go for a yellow one yeah i'm gonna find a yellow yeah. one i'm gonna do it because that's what i really want is a yellow monkey but like, yeah. you know banana you bike. want all the colors i do i don't have all of them yeah so, um, but I want to talk more about the pin scour because it just, uh, you just did a lot of work to it, you had a lot of work done. Um, who did that? it was... Um, level 10.
2: Level 10? Th- level 10. Oh, you're talking about the p- actual paint job? Yeah. The paint job was R&R. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then Level 10 helped me with the teardown, and then we addressed a few things that were kind of nigglies that needed to get done, and then we're going to do some more. Uh, so we have a couple more projects that we're working on over the summer.
1: And then the interior was done by... Northwest Crafted. Northwest Crafted.
2: Yeah, not recently. That was as part of the original build. Oh, okay. Was Northwest yeah. Crafted? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you've had. I mean, Mule has done some work. Mule was the f- one of the first. first yeah. yeah. When I first <clears throat> kind of dreamed this thing up, I threw design into SketchUp and went down and, and met with Joe at Mule, and he took a look at the design and pulled it into CAD and helped me fine-tune, because I really wanted it to look like it could have been built by the factory that way. Yeah, And so he helped me go through and, and fine-tune some of the angles and, and stuff to make it really fit with the, the look and feel. Uh, and then he cut all the original pieces out for the roof rack and put that together and built that. So they were one of the very first to help me start working on the on the Pinsgauer.
1: If you haven't seen Brandon's pen, Pensgar, you should come out and see it. And if you really want to, and we'll, we'll put a link to it, and I know 900 people sent you this video in the last two weeks. To racing. All the guys from Red Bull when they were in Austria took Pinsgauers out and raced them across Austria and then put them on the Red Bull track and raced them. So it's kind of cool to see, too. So. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Red Bull had Pinsgauers for a while yeah. and they just they moved away to something else. As Red Bull does. That's yeah. too bad, does. though. I yeah. like yeah. the
0: Pinsgauers. I think they're awesome.
2: Um, but what did you just have done with 13? You did all the wiring, right? We did some wiring. We have more to do. Um, so the previous owner, which was a Sony executive producer had bought it and had some work done and then put it in his garage and it sat there. One of the things he did was swap out and put all new gauges in it. Um, video gauges, good quality gauges, Mm -hmm. but he did all 12 volt and they did a (laughs) job on the wiring. (laughs) It is bad. Like you open it up and I didn't, didn't realize how bad until another friend of mine bought a pinscour and his is all stock. And I opened the door and you couldn't see any wires. And I'm like. Peeking under the dash, trying to figure out where all this wiring is, and you literally could not find wiring. It was so neat and clean and done and, and, and tidy. You open mine and look, and there's this giant wasp nest of wires, just tangled and hanging. And there's there's a loose ground in there. That, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! And so we've been really careful not to touch anything because once you start down that path. Oh we're yeah. We're gonna have to gut it and start over. So that's we're we're gonna finally do that.
1: It's like the wiring jobs we used to do when we
0: were sixteen, like you know. The one we did on the trailer. <laughs> uh,
1: I don't yeah. know what you are talking
2: about. <laughs> <laughs> one
0: side works. <laughs> no, I got them both fixed. Okay, it's just good. a bad ground. Good, good, good. If anybody's wondering though, Harbor Freight wiring is uh as good as you'd expect.
2: So <laughs> So like on my FJ40 and some other uh, a lot of the older cars, painless makes a wiring harness yeah. you can buy that gives you at least the foundation. That's a starting point. Of course, there's nothing like that for the Penscour. So (laughs) it's going to be all custom, all stock. We're going to have to gut it. Is it easy to access that stuff? Like, I mean... It's, just, it's, look,
1: just looking at the body, I would feel like it would be pretty easy to get into. It's the dash. all open, yeah. yeah. There's
2: no, there's no cubby holes for yeah. things to tuck up in. So there's no firewalls or any of that stuff to deal with. It's just all there. Yeah, no firewalls. Just die like <laughs> real men. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no airbags. No firewalls. Yes. Um, so speed. are you hot? No, I'm good. <laughs> so it's gonna have all new speed hut gauges. They do a line of gauges for Humvees. Oh. Um, so we're they're twi- all 24 volt, which will help because that was part of the problem is you went to 12 volt gauges, and so there's just a lot of extra conversion and stuff to make all that stuff work that huh. we just don't need the complexity. So I'm, gonna, I'm going back to tw- 24 volt, cool. Uh, getting all new gauges, and then also the uh, a good friend of mine at Eagle Electric helped me build. Um, the the center console that's in now that all the radios and everything are mounted to, um, but everything's just kind of bolted onto it. And so we're going to take the opportunity while we're redoing all the wiring to build a new version. That'll be all stepped and we can flush mount all the faces and kind of do it proper. I think so cool. It'll, never, it gets, be, it'll it, never be done, which is awesome. It's never <laughs> never yeah,
0: end. no, it's just kind of the fun yeah. of it though. It's like, I mean, it's a unique vehicle by itself, even when it's bone stock and yours is just so beyond that. And never it'll ever. have
2: fricking lasers. <laughs> Frickin' <laughs> frack sharks with laser beams on his head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Baja yeah. Designs is building a, a light bar for the front, and the center section is lasers, so it's like two or three miles of spot range. <laughs> then spot LEDs, then flood LEDs, then amber LEDs. It's, I don't All know. All this for a mall crawler. It's <laughs> <just> <laughs> weird. I know. You know it's <laughs> like,
0: don't get it dirty. Yeah. Yeah. That would actually be a great plate.
2: <laughs> mall <laughs> crawler <laughs> for something like that. Yeah. So, funny, funny story. My son-in-law, for Christmas, I bought him a Jeep Cherokee. Uh, and uh, gave it to him. He was out, he's in the Air Force Reserves, and Uh went away, and, and so he didn't get it right away. So when he came back, he finally got to drive it for the first time. As he's pulling into his driveway, three state patrols are pulling in behind him. They grab him, pull him out of the rig, put him up against, and they're, like, cuffed him, put him in the back seat. Apparently, at one point, the Jeep had been stolen and returned to its owner, So the title was all clean and all that stuff was, all the title transfer all happened fine, but Seattle PD never closed the case file right. And so it was still showing as active. Welcome home. So he (laughs) called me, I called previous owner, we called friends in King County Sheriff's. Like we got it all sorted and so he ended up not going to jail that night which actually being in the reserves would have been really troublesome. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it would have created a bunch of problems. Yeah. But anyway, so for for his birthday I had, you know the Jeep trail rated? Yeah. I had a set custom made that say jail rated. (laughs) 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 I took the trail rated ones off his Cherokee and put the Jail Jail-rated. rated
1: ones. <laughs> Why do I feel like this is just a father-in-law getting back at these? <laughs> like it's like I can get to you now, and you know it. <laughs>
2: every time, it, so now every time he gets all fussy, I'm like, dude, prison changed prison you. Changed you. <laughs> Why are you so butthurt? hurt? <laughs> 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 Jeez. So yeah, oh. I love I love a good custom logo. It can make the details. It's all about the details.
1: Yeah. I have to bring something up here. You guys know about this. Um, I have to give some credit out, and I'm sure it will never get to them. But on 4th of July, on 228th on that main road there, mm. there was an open-top American, like, uh, like from the Army Humvee with what all I can describe is four mothers in it driving it. <sighs> going flying down 228th had had american rock and roll and american flags and it was the most patriotic thing and i'm sure what happened is if somebody goes you're taking care of the kids i'm taking the hummer we're going out <laughs> and these ladies were having fun no doors flying That's down awesome. sammamish so got to give them credit
2: actually so for my daughter's my youngest daughter's formal event i used the pinscower to take her and six of her girlfriends to the event and it's in sammamish so yeah. we pull in and there's limo after limo after limo lined up, and nobody's paying attention anymore. We pull in, <laughs> lights going, <laughs> sirens blaring in the pins gower. I get out, open the back, and set a little stool down for the girls. to. You, you'd have thought superstars were getting out of the back of that thing. Like, all the moms were hovered around taking pictures of the girls getting That's out of the awesome. Pinskauer. That's awesome. That was a good time. Yes,
1: that. Exactly. Thank one, you. A, one
2: of our guests, <laughs> yeah. uh, one of our <laughs> audience kind of, members took you. up the picture. yeah, yeah. yeah. As social okay. media does, it's of course tagged and easily available. Mm-hmm. So don't nice. do, don't do stupid stuff. <laughs> everybody. Why will did know. you
0: look at me? <laughs> Remember, kids, the internet is forever. Forever.
2: <laughs> yes, I am so grateful that my kids have no concept. I mean, I think have some concept, but I am no document. So grateful I did not grow up in the internet era. I mean, I,
0: this is the very end of growing up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Documentation is lost. <laughs> yes, exactly. Plausible deniability. See. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. All right. So, well, if you want to come see us, uh, that'll be the 17th, Saturday the 17th yeah. at Dirtfish. Come look for us there. It uh, may
1: be the last time you see us alive. So, right. I mean, come that'll find be the last us. time yeah. before the rally.
0: <laughs> yeah. Our bikes will be clean ish. Yeah. The rats probably haven't eaten They'll mine be, yet. They'll be
2: in the same pieces. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. And actually, it's, like, it's, it's funny that you invited them to come out and see us. We've actually been meaning to have spectators start to come to off-road events and we haven't really publicized that or kind of made it oh, okay i was talking about the members yeah well, no anyone so we're actually saying to people who want to come and check it out who are interested in learning about avance learning about avance off-road days and seeing what the track looks like we're adding a new space where people can come and spectate and check it out and actually see firsthand oh, so if awesome. you're if you're a spectator and you're interested in off-roading you're interested in Avance, you're interested in rain city supercars you want to just come see the monkeys, come see the Pinsgauer, come on down. We'd love to have you out at the track and kind of see what we're doing out there. Yep, and we'll have uh, water and a few other things. We have shade. We have giant tents that sometimes fly away. I was we was get say, tent stakes. we're going to make sure. I was just about to say. I haven't told gonna, Adam about yeah, that. Yeah, so, Adam, like, if ooh, you're listening, yeah. um, we have to have a talk about yeah. the tent. But we'll, we'll cover that later. It's fine. <laughs> Well, I was just going to say the
1: tents will stay on the ground. Other than that, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. That really, there was one gust of wind (laughs) that whole day, and it just happened to be. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Moving on. (laughs) Yeah. Oops. Sticker bushes hurt.
0: (laughs) 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 All right. Well, uh, Brandon, thanks for coming. And we will see you very soon, as you – Oh, yeah. That's Brandon McPalper. Brandon Brandon (laughs) McPalper. In case you didn't know whose voice that was, Brandon McPalper. Yeah, yeah. I'm drinking water tonight. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) None of us are drinking tonight. No. That's a, that's a, well, yeah, he was. <laughs> I drank last night. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Well, for this episode of Rain City Supercars, I'm Nick. I'm Dan, and don't just get there. Enjoy the drive.